Welcome to Nerd Unscripted, everyone. This is your host, Tony Laddig, and today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, gratitude, just because of how powerful that it actually is in transforming circumstances and um, the way we view ourselves, the way we approach life, all of it. And um, what's kind of ironic in talking about this today, I made the decision to focus on this yesterday. Um, This morning, Kristen and I had a a meeting, she's actually still there, um, with the Downtown Business Council uh, for our town, Chambersburg, where we live, and uh, the mayor, the county commissioner, and the borough manager. And we were talking about downtown revitalization and of course we just opened our second store uh, retail store this past weekend um, on Friday and let's just say that the meeting didn't really go the way I hoped it would Um, they were more impressed with themselves over the new courthouse that they're building um, and the new police station borough office rather than businesses and (laughs) in the downtown area so it was a little bit frustrating uh and i have to be honest i i wasn't feeling very grateful (laughs) i mean especially after uh my wife and i literally investing a quarter of a million dollars into the downtown area over the last year um and providing jobs for eight or nine folks and all of that um to hear businesses being minimized by the powers that be is a little frustrating. But I'm not the give up type, and <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an Aries and tenacious as hell. So uh, let's just say they're going to get to know me really well uh, in the coming weeks and months, but in a way that doesn't cause problems because, you know, it's easier to catch. Uh, how's it go? It's easier to catch flies with honey. Um, I don't know. I forget how that saying goes. Doesn't really matter. Uh, the one interesting note is that at the very end of the meeting, which I wasn't there for, Kristen just sent me a text. Um, we were awarded, I guess, Toy Box Gifts was awarded a property enhancement award for contributing to the beautification of the downtown, which is awesome. I guess. Uh, I'm grateful for that. And um, I guess that's what happens whenever you, you know, throw nine dinosaurs in a store. (laughs) People think it's cool and then they give you an award. Um, But anyway, uh, I would much rather hear strategies on how we're going to get customers downtown. Uh, But that's for another day. So gratitude. Um, It's Gratitude is an interesting topic because it's something that we're all familiar with, hopefully. But uh, it's one of those things that we tend to take for granted or that we don't think about. Um, It's real easy to get focused on the struggles of the day, like this morning with me, um, to get distracted by everything else that's going on that demands our attention. And we forget about probably the most powerful tool that we have at our disposal to radically change ourselves first, but to even change our circumstances as well. And that is gratitude. It's real easy to focus in on faults, to focus in on what's wrong, to focus on um, what we don't have, rather than giving thanks for what we do. And many of you are familiar with Um, A story that I've shared, how I came to really embrace this idea. Um, I'm going to share it again today uh, briefly just for the benefit of the show. Um, But gratitude really came to a head for me, um, gosh, probably nine and a half years ago now. Um, There was a lot of turmoil going on in my life. Uh, My divorce was finalized to my first wife. Um, my dog that I had, uh, Cola, some of you remember Cola, um, 
had died unexpectedly. Um, he had cancer, a rare form of cancer we didn't know. Um, and then um, right after that, my dad died. And then my uncle died, my cousin died, my grandfather died. All, this is all in like a 30 to 40 day period of time. Um, so to say that it rocked my world is an understatement. Um, it just radically changed everything. And then my daughter decided to move away to stay with her mom, my youngest daughter. And, uh, and she had been living with me. So uh, it was just real challenging, uh, to say the least. It freaked me the hell out, uh, honestly, because um, I wouldn't say I'm a control freak, but I like, to, I like to be in control, you know, of what's going on in my life. And in that particular case, there was... Um, nothing that I had control over, like everything was beyond my control. And then throw into that mix, you know, the need to grieve, you know, grieve the loss of my dad and my other family members to grieve uh, my divorce, the loss of my dog, you know, all of that stuff at once. And then, you know, I went from having uh, two kids and two kids, two dogs, three cats, uh, to being alone, you know, empty nesting. And, uh, it, it just, it was challenging. And I honestly, I didn't think I would survive it. Um, and some of it, I, like I knew was coming. I mean, obviously my wife and I filed for a divorce months before it was actually finalized. I knew my dad was terminal. Um, you know, so there were things that I kind of knew were coming, but it still doesn't necessarily prepare you, uh, especially for grief. Like I never really lost a close family member before. And, um, so I didn't really know how to deal with grief. Like I didn't even know what the hell it was. Um, but come to find out, I went through all the classic cycles and I got through the other side, which was awesome. But the thing that got me there and that got me through that period of time was gratitude. And, I kind of uh, discovered gratitude in a very um, kicking and screaming kind of way. Um, one of the things that I've always done is uh, spent quiet time, you know, praying, meditating, pacing. Uh, and a lot of that really originated there. Um, I had done some of it earlier, uh, just as a natural part of who I am as a creative and all of that. But um, after my dad passed, I would spend hours just walking around my um, apartment, basically yelling at God and all that kind of stuff, you know, like we tend to do sometimes. And this thought would come, uh, come to my mind that said, stop focusing on what you don't have and give thanks for what you do. And um, I would literally hear that echo in my head uh, back then, like, hundreds of times a day. Um, by the way, if you hear this noise in the background, it's my cat trying to get in. Um, she feels she needs to be in here. Um, and she's wrong. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, stop focusing on what you don't have. Give thanks for what you do over and over and over again. I mean, to the point where it was like driving me crazy. Um, but I realized in hindsight, of course, that it was a lifesaver for me uh, it, because it taught me um, that, like, not every... I didn't lose everything, you know? I mean, I still had my mom. I still had my sisters, my daughters, you know, all of that. I still had um, a business, although I wasn't so sure of that <laughs> at the time because, you know, with everything that was going on, I neglected that um, quite a bit. And uh, not to mention the fact that, you know, I was fairly young in business back then. Um, but there were there were really a lot of things that I had to be grateful for. Good friends and, you know, so relationships, of course, were part of it. And but I also noticed my tendency to stress and worry and fall into anxiety, fall into lament and feeling sorry for myself because ultimately that's what a lot of it came down to. I mean, of course I missed my dad. I still miss my dad. 
but it was more about what am I going to do without my dad? You know, I will no longer be able to get his approval for stuff and, you know, those kinds of things. And, uh, so I grew up a lot, uh, through that period of time and in the ensuing, uh, months and years. But what I discovered, the big gem of it all was gratitude and just really how powerful it is. I mean, you know, we're taught growing up as children, to give thanks like a dinner, you know, or, or something like that, or to say a quick prayer, you know, before we go to bed, perhaps, or, you know, those kinds of things, and that you should always be grateful for what you have. Um, and in some cases, there is an implied something to that, you know, um, like they, like I remember, I don't know that I was ever told this, but I've heard other people say, you know, well, you should give thanks for your food because there's other kids who have to go without, you know. So there was like a condition applied to it. Um, so uh, it made gratitude a knee jerk, you know, almost like an exchange. And it really isn't that at all. It's a state of being. Um, it really, uh, if there's a key to life at all, I would say it has to be gratitude because it instantly shifts our energy levels. It it instantly changes how we view things, our viewpoint. Like you can't say that you're grateful for these, you know, whatever it is that you're grateful for and, and speak that gratitude out loud and still be pondering, I'm going down, <laughs> you know, like you can't do that. You can't speak gratitude and then still worry about what you're worrying about. It actually has to stop. It's a scientifically proven thing that, whenever you're speaking your mind has to stop you know you can't do multitask at once um it just doesn't work that way now it's not to say that you can't have thoughts still come to you i mean i teach like that all the time you know call it intuition or um intuitive whatever um a lot of what i teach and share especially in this show nerd unscripted but even in software or teaching software or whatever um i'm just saying what's coming into my mind uh you know direction or guidance or whatever but it's real easy you know to um to get focused on the stuff you know that comes along whenever shit hits the fan or whenever we perceive that shit is hitting the fan you know when things don't go our way or how are we going to pay our bills or you know, my daughter is sick, uh, and we don't know why, um, all of that stuff, it's real easy to get focused on that and not gratitude. But I found over and over again that the moment we start to give thanks, uh, it seems such a, like such a simple thing, but the moment that we start to give thanks, something changes. Uh, it changes in us. It, it may even change our surroundings. Who knows, you know, but I know that if you're angry all the time and you're griping and complaining all the time and you're feeling sorry for yourself all the time, how exactly is that going to move you forward in a positive manner? You know, it, I don't see how that would ever help anything as opposed to just saying, you know what? This stuff is beyond my control right now. There's nothing I can do. So I'm just going to be grateful that I'm still breathing. I'm grateful that I'm still alive. Uh, I'm grateful that I have a significant other who cares for me. I'm grateful for my grandkiddos. You know, it just start going down through that list. And it shifts our mind off of, you know, woe is me. My life sucks. Why can't I do X, Y, Z? You know, and it gets our, our eyes off of ourselves which is our favorite place to look, you know, our egos, we tend to, you know, love ourselves and, you know, poor me. And it, uh, shifts it to elsewhere. You know, I mean, you can be grateful for yourself and for your, uh, you know, like your talents and your skills and your mindset or, you know, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's the other side when we start 
focusing on how am I going to pay my bills this week? You know, um, you know, I've, I've had a headache for a month. How am I going to get rid of this headache? You know, and physical stuff can be really challenging at times. I don't have much issue with physical issues. Um, I just don't. I don't believe in it. Um, personally, uh, Kristen does from time to time because she's gluten intolerant and stuff like that. Um, and so there's issues that come up there. But uh, one thing that we found, and, and even today in our household, she will tell you, um, gratitude is something that I preach on a very regular basis to her, to myself, to my kids, um, because it's literally the only thing that can change everything. It's, you know, I like to say that um, every day we have new choices that we can make that can radically change everything. Well, the number one choice that you can make to radically change everything in your life is to be grateful for what you have. You know, be grateful. Um, I, I like keeping up with the news and what's going on. Um, because I like to be informed, but by the same token, I'm sure you're well aware that the more you focus on the negative, especially if that's all that you focus on and mainstream media seems to like it that way, um, it's depressing, you know, it can be really depressing and, um, you know, we can choose to, you know, place blame and all of that kind of stuff or, we can take responsibility for our own choices and actions and be grateful, you know, because there, there is no such thing. It's real easy. I found to, um, make blanket statements. All politicians are crooks, you know, as a good example, you know, um, the Democrats are anti-American or the Republicans are anti-American, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever your swing is. Um, but the reality is, you know, things never work out for me. Um, and what I found is that pretty much in every case, blanket statements like that are never true. But yeah, we make them a lot. And to me, whenever we start making those kinds of all-inclusive statements, it's a real good sign that we are not walking in gratitude at all. Because um, regardless of your religious affiliation, your belief system regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of where you live, um, there are choices that you can make from a gratitude perspective that will shift everything, you know, uh, because it causes you to look at things differently. It causes you to um, see hope and possibility. That's one of the things that I probably like about it the most is that um, you can, it seems to, to me anyway, my experience, that's all that I can share with, um, is that whenever I stay in a place of gratitude or I shift from a negative, whatever, into a place of gratitude, I start to feel hope again, you know, that, well, you know what, maybe things can turn out, uh, the way I had wanted. I mean, who knows, but I found especially um, so that whenever you take something as powerful as gratitude and there's other, um, transformative, uh, powers that we have, like love is a great example as well. But whenever we embrace those transformative things that we have available to us, like gratitude, um, then it's, it opens up doors, uh, that, are unexplainable. I mean, like how things can align um, is just unexplainable to me. And that's been um, uh, an ongoing experience of mine. And it, it sets the stage uh, for us to step into new things, to see things in a way that we've not considered before. One of the things that I found is that the more we embrace the negative, you know, anger, stress, strife, worry, you know, um, on and on it goes, um, it's like we pigeonhole our vision. Um, we become blind <clears throat> to possibility. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And then you couple that together with um, being unattached to outcomes. 
And I mean, by unattached, I don't mean not caring, okay? Uh, But by being unattached to an outcome and saying, you know what? Um, There is no amount of worry and stress. And I'll, I'll speak to myself in this situation this morning. There is no amount of me stressing, being angry, pissed off, or whatever that's going to change the downtown situation with regard to, you know, those in control um, and their, uh, their position on businesses. It's not that they're anti-business. It's that their focus is on much bigger things that they believe will ultimately help the community. I think they're a bit short-sighted, okay? Um, their language and their body language kind of give that away. But there's no amount of bitching and complaining, writing editorials, talking to other people, getting folks in an uproar. How exactly is that going to change things? It's really not, right? Uh, However, if I start uh, coming from a place of gratitude, you know what? I still have two businesses. We're still making sales. Um, there's a lot of other great retailers that I'm, you know, really grateful for and approach our downtown business strategy from a position of gratitude rather than I'm going to show them. Um, do you think I'm going to get further along the road or further down the line in success? Yeah, I totally believe that because it's disarming. Um, gratitude is disarming. Um, people don't know what to do with it. Um, and so to me, I see it as a gratitude is probably one of the biggest strength moves that you can make in any area of your life. You know, you want to, you know, keep your enemies guessing, be grateful. Um, you want to see doors open that were impossible, uh, undo favor, uh, be grateful. I've seen it happen time and time again. I'm not talking theory. Um, I've put it to the test. And so um, while living a life of gratitude and being grateful seems very passive, it actually isn't. Um, It's one of the most powerful, strong uh, positions that you can take because they can't take that from you. Nobody can take your ability to be grateful away from you short of killing you. And then it doesn't really matter, you know, but um, they can't take that away. Uh, And that's one of the reasons why it's so powerful. The other thing that plays into it, of course, is, as I mentioned, whenever you couple that together with um, being unattached to outcomes, like I'll use the um, downtown business uh, as an example. So. My position on our stores, you know, as I mentioned, we have two retail stores now in addition to our online businesses. Um, My position is not like a lot of other retailers who are in major survival mode. They're trying to make ends meet. They have no idea how things are going to go. They're unhappy. They're struggling, you know. I choose to not be that way. That's just not how how I am anymore. Um, used to be. I, I mean, I used to live that life. But I'm not... I, I just don't do that anymore. But do I know how I'm going to get more and more customers into my store? No. I mean, yes, there's things that you can do. Create flyers, run ads, all that kind of stuff. There's the technical side of things. But uh, yes... So there's that. But that aside, do you think that me living my retail life in survival mode, trying to figure out how I'm going to make ends meet and, you know, complaining to all the other retailers about how it sucks in downtown Chambersburg, will that help build my business in a positive way? No. You know, will any of that help build my online business? You know, if I take that attitude toward my online business, no. So what I choose to do is to give thanks. 
for us having two stores now. And by the way, we have six planned. Um, we've decided to slow things down a little bit to maybe one a year. Um, we were looking at two a year. Um, and well, <laughs> we just decided that it takes a lot of effort and money to, to do that. Um, so I have no idea how things are going to work out in um, different areas of doing business on uh, online or offline in retail. No idea. Um, no idea who, I mean, we have regular customers, which is awesome, um, just like we do online. Um, but there's a lot of other people. I mean, you know, Facebook tells us that there, we have a 70,000 person reach within uh, 10 miles, which is awesome. I can guarantee you that all 70,000 folks haven't been in our stores yet. But I know that, A, as I mentioned, worrying about how we're going to get more customers in or how we're going to pay the bills isn't going to make it happen. So gratitude has proven itself over and over and over again that, you know what, I'm just thankful that I'm here. I'm thankful for our employees, for the uh, wisdom and business insights that we have, and I have no idea how it's all going to come together. I just know that it is going to come together. You know? Uh, and we've experimented with that on a lot of levels. So, I, again, I'm speaking from experience. We've had issues with employees where we thought we were going to have to fire them. And I, I thought, you know... I believe in them. I know that they can do this. They have to figure it out. And so I'm just holding out hope that they will, that they're going to get it. And just took a position of gratitude for our employees. And you want to know what? They're amazing. Um, our employees are amazing. They, it's funny though. I mean, each one of them have gone through their own personal crises and different things like that and like trying to find their place in our business. Um, we're pretty big vision, uh, Kristen and I, <clears throat> and that freaks some people out, um, especially who are involved in what we're doing because they're like not used to constant growth and constant go, go, go. Um, you know, they like things predictable and all of that. And that's not a bad thing. Um, but we've seen our employees grow so much, uh, and just didn't give up on them. Uh, even though it seemed like at times where it's like this, I don't know if it's going to work. And, uh, Kristen will tell you, you know, there's been time and time again where it's, where it's like, you know, I think that they can figure it out. I think they'll figure it out. We just need to be grateful for them and for what they're doing with us. And because to me, they're a family, you know? Sorry. Without them working with us, we can't accomplish what we want to accomplish. And that's why I'm grateful for them. Plus, they're pretty cool people. But that's the attitude that we have to take, you know. We have to be grateful and just be unattached to the outcome. The moment we become attached to an outcome, we've taken control which is our human tendency to do. We want to take control of things. We want everything to go according to a script. What if your script is wrong? What if what you think should happen isn't correct? You've just screwed yourself, you know? And um, we like to think that we never make mistakes and we have it all figured out or whatever, but doesn't matter how smart you are, you don't have it all figured out. You know, I think you've probably discovered that at least in some area of your life. And so, you know, we, uh, there's times when like speaking, I can only speak from my own experience, but there's times when Kristen and I have had some serious discussions, you know, how are we going to pay payroll this week? How am I going to get inventory? 
you know, like we're out. People keep buying it all and we're out and we don't have the money to buy inventory. I don't know, babe, but the one thing I do know is that somehow or another, it's all going to work out. You know, we just need to be grateful for what we have and where we're heading. And you know what? Every time, every time it's worked out, not most of the time, not 99% of the time, 100% of the time it's worked out. I can't even explain it other than the fact that there's something to it. There's something to gratitude. It's probably the closest thing to magical that I can even think of because it's just that. And I think it's because gratitude forces us to step aside from the equation and just, you know, depending on if you grew up in a church or not, you might have heard the phrase, let go and let God, you know, or something like that. Um, but it's kind of like that. And I have every confidence that moving forward, whatever that looks like, um, a time is never going to come where it just doesn't do its thing. It's impossible because gratitude just is what it is. It's us moving beyond ourselves. And so sometimes it's kind of funny because, you know, we do like to kind of be in the know and all of that. And, um, you know, some of our employees will come to us or, you know, we'll be talking because we meet with them. We meet with our managers weekly, but we have all of our employees over to our house every month and we talk about, you know, what's next and, and everything. And so they're always asking us, so when are we doing the bookstore? When are we doing the candy store? When are we doing the rock shop? When are we doing the co-op and all this kind of stuff? And, um, we're like, no idea. You know, when are we doing a nerd store? No idea. You know, it'll happen when it happens. Like, it, all of them already exist in full form in our minds and on paper. They all already exist. I can visually in my mind walk through every one of the stores that we don't have yet. Like I can see them. Same with everything else that we have planned in the future, museums and stuff. Like I can visually walk through it all. Do they physically exist in any other form? No, they do not. Neither did the nerd store. Neither did the toy store. You know, neither did things that we're doing in our online businesses. But yet, here they are now. Why? Because of gratitude. You know, gratitude really got us there. Um, I mean, yes, we have to do work. You can't just sit around all day and say, well, I'm grateful for this and this and that. And, and not actually do anything. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's just silly. There's a lot of corresponding action that goes into it but the action then becomes inspired you know rather than us just trying to figure out anything and everything like taking the shotgun approach to building our lives and building our businesses we're using you know laser guided laser targeted systems almost um you know to get it right the first time it's very costly to make mistakes in business uh, whether you're online or offline, uh, it's very expensive to, to get it wrong. And so uh, that's another benefit that I see of gratitude is that it keeps us in a place of being able to hear and hear in quotes because it's, you know, inner thoughts, inner knowing, inner guidance, um, but to hear what the next step should be. And one of the things that we found that again, I can't really explain, is that the moment that we step into that place of being unattached to the outcome and staying in a place of gratitude, all of a sudden we'll be, you know, somewhere. Um, in the case of the nerd store, we were visiting um, uh, this place downtown called Brussels Cafe that is in the same building that we're in, now in. 
And, uh, you know, he just said in passing, you know, you know, the guy who owns a building here, Brett, is going to be remodeling the back part. You should, you guys should talk to him. You know, maybe, you know, you could do something with it. And so we set up a meeting like the next day and the nerd store was born. Now, it already existed in our minds, but it was months before um, we were able to even move in. Um, I mean, we just literally took possession of the building in May. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we got a front page article about our store. They hadn't even started gutting the interior yet. And already we got this favor, you know, front page article feature in the local paper about a store that wasn't going to open for another six months. You know, so that's how far we were out, you know, um, and everything just came together, uh, in just a really cool way. And so, um, it was interesting Saturday. Well, Friday was our first day open. We were only open for a couple of hours and then Saturday was our first full day and several of our employees had already requested off. And so Kristen and I worked the store pretty much all day. And, um, what was interesting about it was that we had, I would say a steady flow of customers come in, but not a huge number, not compared to like what we've seen in the past at toy box. But, um, the nerd store on its second day without any advertising, any, anything other than like Facebook, you know, like not even paid advertising on Facebook, just us posting pictures. Um, the nerd store out earned the toy box. <laughs> on its second day. Um, and we kind of suspected that the nerd store is going to outpace the toy box just in revenue. Um, just because of what we're selling and stuff. But anyway, I guess, you know, my point of sharing these stories and sharing this, obviously it's something that's important to me. Um, but I've never seen it not work. But one thing that I'm really amazed at is that I have met people, uh, quite a number of people actually, who struggle with giving thanks. They don't know what to be grateful for uh, because it's not a common practice. And I think that's sad, but it's also fixable. Um, because it's, it's not like it's hard, you know, um, the moment that somebody says, well, I don't really have anything to be grateful for. Um, I immediately know that they're stuck because the reality is that we all have something that we're grateful for. Um, you know, just breathing <laughs> could be, uh, you know, a thing, um, uh, so a lot of it uh, also ultimately comes down to point of view, our perspective, how we view ourselves, how we view the world around us, how we view our circumstances. You know, so how is it that a simple choice to give thanks um, for a given situation? And by the way, I'm not saying like if you've gone through abuse or those kinds of things that you should be grateful that, you know, your ex-husband beat the shit out of you. That's not what I'm saying. Um, that's ridiculous. But you can be grateful for the fact that you survived that and got away from that if you did indeed get away from it, you know. So, like, even in, a, in an extreme situation like that, like I... And, and one of the things that really... Um, challenged my views on gratitude was, um, you know, what I shared before with regard to my dad and the genealogy research and stuff that I've done. I mean, based on the research that I've been doing, um, and I think I shared this before one of the previous shows, um, my grandmother, my dad's mom, was conceived out of wedlock. Um, I don't know the circumstances around that. I don't know if it was consensual or rape. 
my dad's real dad was conceived out of wedlock and same story i don't know if it was consensual or rape both of them based on the research that i've done it appears uh and this is only an assumption based upon events that happened after it appears that in both situations that they may have been rapes then um the two of them my grandmother and my grandfather my grandfather my grandmother worked for my grandfather the guy who was my grandfather he was older um but she worked for him um as a housekeeper and he raped her my dad was the result of that connection and so just speaking things you know hypothetically or potentially uh three rapes occurred or you know perhaps consensual in some cases i don't know for sure um to get my dad on this planet so whenever you look at that from a gratitude perspective it can seem very convoluted huh you know because if those three acts had not occurred even if they were consensual you know um all three were out of wedlock all three involved adoptions after the fact except for my dad well my dad did too but my great grandmother wouldn't allow um my the guy who i knew as my grandfather who was my step grandfather wouldn't allow him to adopt my dad um i don't know why but anyway so should i be grateful that you know my dad was the product of a rape well i'm certainly not condoning rape i mean it's a crime i think it was viewed differently back then than it is today only because women were afraid to come forward um which makes it even worse but the reality is i wouldn't be here without those three events taking place i wouldn't exist my girls wouldn't exist at least not in my current form my grandbabies wouldn't exist without potentially three violent acts so where does gratitude fall in that well obviously i'm i was grateful for my dad you know he was uh pretty adversely affected emotionally because of the trauma behind all of that and how he grew up and some of that spilled over onto me and i've had to work through some of that um but i'm still grateful for him i'm grateful for my grandmother i'm grateful for my great grandmother i mean i came from them you know and now that i know who my real grandfather is and my real great grandfather like i don't condone the fact that that they did those things you know because they they did them they were wrong but yet without it i wouldn't be here so it just goes to show that regardless of what happens to us the choice to be grateful because grateful comes from a position of love you know it comes from a position of love and it it comes it gr- gratitude really is um an act of being unattached because you're not expecting anything in return you can't Grat- gratitude don't work that way well if i'm grateful for the things that are going on in my life or for how my life is then maybe the universe will reward me with xyz don't work that way you know gratitude is a selfless act it's actually just you getting your eyes off of yourself saying you know what it ain't about me it's about everyone else everything else um imagine what the world would be like if we lived like that on a regular basis you know instead of trying to find fault with the president whether you like him or hate him instead of finding fault trying to find fault or making shit up or whatever 
about the president if we show gratitude for him? I wonder, uh, like as a people, not just as one or two folks. Um, I wonder what the country would be like. I mean, yeah, we're seeing uh, growth in job sectors and all that kind of stuff. International trade, all that kind of stuff is changing. But what would happen if we were just grateful for who he is as a person? You know, whether we agree with it or not, I wonder what would happen. I wonder what would happen if we, instead of bitching about our customers all the time, if we were just grateful for them. You know, I wonder what would happen. You know, I wonder what would happen if instead of us focusing on all the stuff that we want that we don't have, we just gave thanks for what we do have. I wonder what would happen. You know, I can tell you a little bit of what will happen. Stuff goes your way. But that's not why I do it. Because... I don't know. For me, I can't imagine not being grateful. There just seems like there's something inherently wrong with that. Uh, to not be grateful. To not live in a place of gratitude. And another thing that I found is that um, there are times whenever we make a choice. Because gratitude is a choice that whenever we make a choice to be grateful it takes a little while for our brains to believe it <laughs> like right sure okay whatever yeah all right fine we'll get we'll be grateful um and so it has to be reinforced and i think that's one of the reasons probably why you know, back nine plus years ago, um, that thought kept coming into my mind over and over and over again because I was so focused on what I had lost. It honestly re really wasn't even about my dad. It was about me. Because I needed approval. You know, in that period of time and leading up into that period of time, um, because of the relationship that I had with my dad, he wasn't a horrible father or anything like that. Um, but it, it's just that there was this thing that I constantly had to get his approval for. You know, um, whenever I started work as a cover designer, you know, I wanted to get into art as a full-time business, and they discouraged me from that. You know, I got the whole starving artist speech and all that. Um, and so I really took the attitude that I would show them. And so I did. I mean, I remember very clearly whenever uh, my weekly income passed their combined monthly income. Like, I remember that. Um and then I remember when what I made in a month passed what both my mom and dad made in a year. And there was a sense of pride that I had in that, but it was more me showing them, you know, um, which is not a place of gratitude, by the way. Um, but I remember uh, before I really figured out a lot of that, I worked as a cover designer, as I mentioned, for a Christian publishing company. And every time I would design a new cover, I had to take it over to mom and dad's and I would show them a printout, you know, just so that I could hear them say, wow, that's really cool looking, son, way to go, you know, like I needed that. I needed that approval. And I remember, I think it was like a day or two after my dad had passed. I had this moment of realization with regard to the whole approval process. And pardon my French, but this is literally what I thought. I thought, oh, fuck. Now what am I going to do? Like, he's not here. He can't, you know, say, well done, son. Or Junior. He used to call me Junior a lot. That looks awesome, Junior.
And it took me a, a little bit of time to figure out, you know what, I didn't need to hear him say that. And there were a couple times where, um, you know, my mom would say, you know, your dad would be really proud of what you've accomplished. And I appreciated her saying that. Doesn't change the fact that I still wouldn't want him to walk into the toy store or, you know, to see some of the other, like some of the photography I've done or whatever, see my grandkids. But ultimately what I discovered through all of that, and I apologize for the tears. It's, it's who I am sometimes. But what I discovered through all of that is that dad being here or not had absolutely nothing to do with my ability to be grateful for the gifts that I've been given, the talents that I've been given, that I didn't need his approval. What I needed was to believe in myself. And that is missing in a lot of people where they don't love themselves, they don't believe in themselves. And when I finally figured that out, my life pretty radically changed. My income started doubling every year, which is kind of crazy to even think about. But it happened. I didn't do anything more extra. It just changed. Like, same number of customers, same, same Tony, same routine, but yet my income was doubling every year for several years. Uh, and the only thing that changed was me. Like, that's really the only thing that changed was me and how I saw myself. Whenever I finally figured out, oh, you know, I don't like the real Tony. That's probably not a good thing. So I need to figure out who the real Tony really is and embrace him. And you know what? If other people don't like who I am as a person your prerogative I don't really care and so I've been in that space now for a few years and it's awesome um, I have to tell you because everything that I'm teaching online everything that I'm doing offline it's what I want to do you know and I'm grateful for it because it's like gratitude has this ability to replicate in some pretty crazy ways. You know, if you give it the chance, if you, you know, if you keep your grubby hands off of it and just say, you know what, I'm just going to let go and see what happens. You know, for me, I got the girl. Um, you know, I did a lot of women uh, in the, those several years between Kristen and my divorce. A lot of women and uh, you know I was always looking for the one <laughs> and each of them had qualities that I loved about them and I'm good friends with most of them even still today but um, I finally got to the point where you know the one consistent trend that I noticed in them is that they wanted me to be something else like their version of Tony their version of who they thought I should be or could be or whatever. And finally, I got to the point where I just had enough of that. Uh, it's like, you know what? I'm going to be who I am. And if you don't like it, you don't have to hang around it, <laughs> you know? And uh, literally two weeks after I made that decision, and it was a solid decision, you know, I'm done. I don't care. That's when Kristen sent me this text. And I think I shared that story before. She sent me this text and it was like, so do you see me as a sister or, you know, something else or whatever? And I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? You know, I was still pretty guarded because I just made the decision. But there literally, I don't believe there's anyone else on the planet that could have the same interest and the same drive and the same support for for my version of crazy that she does I don't 
I don't think any other person exists like that. Honestly, I didn't think that any person like that existed, and she proved me wrong. Uh, and I'm thankful for that also. But it just goes to show that sometimes the secret to really getting what we want, you know, dare we even dream it, is to just give thanks for what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have and then letting go. Like, if you can master that, you've just grabbed on to the secrets of the universe. I mean, they really are keys to getting anything you want. Best way to get anything you want is to not want anything. To just let it go. Now, it's not to say that I don't have vision boards. We both do. I have it hanging on my wall. Um, and the interesting thing is with this current vision board, holy cow. I mean, I went for the stars. Like, almost literally. But um, it's already started. Like, there's already a few things on my vision board that I can tick off. Um, I wasn't even trying to make him happen. Like it just kind of happened. And so, um, I hope that, uh, what I shared today is an encouragement with you because, or for you, because literally it doesn't matter what you're facing right now, you know, what's going on with your life or other people's lives, or it doesn't matter how much struggle that you perceive yourself as being in shifting it up and making the choice to to be grateful you know to engage that stealth secret ninja technology <laughs> which really it is that in a lot of ways um it can radically change everything and my challenge to you is to go for it you know because i know what will happen if you stay consistent with it i'm thick-headed so it took me a long time to figure it out that, you know, I had to stop focusing on um, what I didn't have. You know, my dad is gone. My marriage is gone. My dog is gone. You know, stop focusing on what you don't have. Give thanks for what you do. You know, my dad's still gone. I mean, he's still dead. <laughs> not to be trite about it but he is he's not coming back and there's times where I would give about anything just to hear his voice again but I'm, I'm really grateful for all the years of input that he did have and I'm still discovering that you know history is written but yet, it's fluid at times. Not saying that we should be stuck in looking backwards. I'm not a big fan of that. My dad was actually like that. Um, you can't see where you're going forward if you're looking backward. You know? It's really hard. Unless you have, like, you know, a backup cam. <laughs> Which we don't have in our heads, you know? Um, but yet, I've noticed that... Um, that history is fluid from the perspective of, um, A, we don't know it all. We don't know all of history. And so there's discoveries that we can make in history that change everything in the present. But it doesn't really change things in the present. It just changes our perception of the present. And that's really what a lot of this comes down to, is what we perceive as the truth what we perceive as what's going on. You know, you can have two different people, one very negative, one very positive, walk into the exact same circumstance, and the negative one is going to bitch and complain, the positive one is going to lighten up the room. You know, what's the difference? The difference is their perception and what they choose to do with their time. Because as I've mentioned many, many times, you can't worry yourself to success. You can't stress yourself into success. You can't, you know, 
walk down a path of anxiety or depression and ever believe that that's going to change your business or your personal life for the better. It's just not. And, uh, you know, I just choose to believe that gratitude works much differently. That's been my personal experience. So anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to um, scroll down through comments and questions here. looks like we have a couple. And um, see what we got. Um, William says, we are very fortunate that the field of positive psychology studies gratitude as one of its studies, gratitude is one of its core areas. This has given us a lot of knowledge and skills related to gratitude we can draw from and apply to our own lives. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he also shares, you are as grateful for your employees as we in your online community are grateful for you and all you give us. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm just reading. <laughs> There's a lot here, actually. Um, Frank says, um, Tony, I appreciate you keeping it real and you expressing your emotions. Well, thanks. I can't help it. it they just happen. Something I get from my dad, I think, because he was very much a crier. Um, but, you know, our emotions are a guidance system. And to me, whenever, uh, very often, um, they point us in a direction that says you're heading the right way. Uh, Ann says, um, I love today's topic of gratitude. I've been attempting to get better at gratitude myself. I know that you've given uh, bundles of things to be grateful for, which I need to take action on. I probably figure that you know um, these two websites, but since you love dinosaurs and anticipate your dino park, there are a couple domains I think might actually be um, you might be interested in and are interconnected. Um, cool. I'll check those out. I'm pretty sure I'm familiar with both of those. Uh, let's see. Lori says, so glad to hear your stories because I can now better understand my own stories. I'm super, super thankful for you for redefining grateful for me because it's always been shown to me in a negative environment be grateful uh, because others don't have yeah exactly I think many of us have heard that uh, and she had that shoved down her throat uh, and only became angry not grateful uh, and yeah it does work every time at least every time I've I have recognized the events and geez Tony three rapes to get you on the earth at this time <laughs> you must be important in this time period, grateful to be connected to you. Yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's still kind of mind blowing to me, um, you know, to have learned all of that, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, William says, not believing in yourself is why victimhood is so prevalent today. If I am a victim, I'm not responsible for what happens to me. I have no control over achieving the version of me I want to be. Yeah, that is very well put. Uh, and I appreciate you sharing that um, because it's absolutely the truth. And we see it a lot, unfortunately. Um, where people are just unwilling to take responsibility for their own actions uh, for any variety of reasons, you know. Um, but it keeps them locked into a circle that prevents them from becoming who they really can be. 
And I find that unfortunate. Um, Jess says, I have to say that always finding the good in life, whatever it is, goes much further than ever being negative. Absolutely. I agree. Um, Mavis says, uh, gratitude is an amazing emotion. It's a great tool for pain management. When people ignore gratitude, they focus on their physical ailments instead of the wonderful things we are given to enjoy. Absolutely. And William says it's uh, very unfortunate indeed. All right. Well, um, that's all that I have to uh, share with you all right now. Um, I am working on a couple more guests. Um, not quite sure when and who yet. I've been talking with several folks on different topics. So um, I'll keep you updated in the Facebook group. Thank you all for joining me. Um, I'm grateful for each of you who show up each week. If you weren't here, I'd be talking to myself, which some people see that as odd. <laughs> so I'm very grateful for that. And um, uh, I'll definitely check out that site, Mavis. Thank you for sharing it. And um, until next Tuesday, I hope you all have a great week. And we will talk again soon.